It's another history of four-letter words. This week, the big one. Yes, the forbidden word. Unless, of course, you're English. But why is runt so controversial? Thought once to signify the beauty of the female form, now to some the ultimate insult. What caused this mutation? Well, we don't necessarily have the answers. But of course, that isn't going to stop us from confronting this blunt stunt in a way that doesn't cause you a personal affront. So ye be warned of this treasure hunt and please know which hunt. If you don't like it, you can catch us next Tuesday. Shut the fuck up, you cunt! People always say that nothing stays the same. Well, I can think of at least one thing. People are always fucking. Always have it, always will. It's crass, yes, I know. But that is the show. Here's Jason and Joe. And Amanda. Who joined later? Hey, this is the Not Safe for Work History Podcast. I'm Joe, and that is Jason and Amanda, and this is episode 30. We made it. Wow. Is that a milestone? It feels like Uh, it should be. No. No, 50. It's not not a milestone? We had this this conversation a long time ago about what the milestones are. Anything Mm. ending with a zero, I think, is a milestone of some sort. No? Until you hit 10. Once you had your 10, 10 yeah, you get to 10 and then 10 is big and then 50. Oh, yeah. And then a hundred. Are you, are you going by like marriage anniversaries? Like, are you, are you, you know how like there's like the 10th anniversary and then is it then the 50th? No, the 25th is important. Golden. Yeah. Oh, well. Nope. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Anniversaries. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? (laughs) Marriage anniversaries. Whatever. And Never. it is. What? Wait, Joe, have Nothing. you had an anniversary yet? You're, you're, you've been. How long has it been? Uh, sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, been there, done that. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> we always, <laughs> we both forget our anniversary every year. Uh, yeah, Usually... it's November something. What? No, January. It's- it's January 18th. How the hell do you get January and November mixed up? I don't know. Well, November is Arya's birth month, so... Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. I'm going to go with that. All right. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, it's hot here. Yeah. Too too hot. It's, it's hot probably hot on your side of the lake, too. Yeah. yeah. And I compared- live like three hours away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. our, our air conditioning isn't working all Ooh. that well. Yeah, it's pretty. Mine. I mean, it's still, it's still a quite, quite a big difference from going from outside to inside. Yeah, but uh, once you're acclimated, it's still not fun. Yeah, and yeah. we went camping this weekend. Oh yeah, where at? In the oh, just up Lake Simcoe. It's north of us. It's where all the Torontonians go to camp. Mm. So it's not exactly you're shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> well, it's not too crowded. It's just the 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 people camping there aren't uh, aren't the woodsy type, I guess you could say. Right. They're, <laughs> yeah. They're just the get out of the city type. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I saw a guy wearing a sports coat, you know, in the woods. That was kind of weird. <laughs> I don't know. It's when you're camping, that's not the time to wear business casual, I wouldn't right. think. But, yeah, well. but one of my favorite activities, because I get up at sunrise, right, when I'm camping. That's just okay. what I do. And what was it? It was, because we just got back today. It was this morning I went for a walk because everybody else was still sleeping. And one of my favorite activities to do at a campsite like that is to walk around first thing in the morning and see all the destruction <laughs> at the various campsites. Just the beer uh, cans. Not only that, but once, you know, people don't think of the wild animals that are about that like to pillage campsites yeah. after everybody's gone to bed. <laughs> So there's the beer cans and the chairs topple over and everything like that. But then there's the raccoons who have gotten into the trash right. bag or the barbecue stuff that's been left out. And it's always, it's always fun to see that, the chaos <laughs> afterwards. But we lock all our food away. Well, that's what we did do. have. We did have a raccoon visitor last night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was, was quite, he was quite forward and unafraid and... Cute. He was young and he was young and confused. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the impression I got. But he was like, "Is this where I'm all? supposed to be? Is this where I'm supposed <laughs> to be? Am I welcome here? Am I? Uh, oh, you got food? Oh, hey! I, I <laughs> gave him a marshmallow. He did give him a marshmallow. You handed him one? No, no, oh, I he, tossed it to him. He, oh. Yeah, he when he was back in the woods, he threw them, and that's what led him to think it was okay to come up to the picnic table where I was well, sitting. Well, of course, so <laughs> you I enabled him. Yeah, exactly. I, I felt bad. He was about like, that. "Oh, they gave me food. They might want to give I'm me always, more food." I'm always preaching against, like, to Amanda against giving wild animals food or you know stuff like that, mm. and then I just I broke my broke my own rules. The raccoons are fine because the raccoons they? they're gonna get it anyway. Yeah, they're gonna fight it. They're, yeah, they're gonna get up there. Yeah, but and we went antiquing. Yeah, Amanda's first foray into antiquing. I she acquired I acquired my very own antique ruler. <laughs> it has <laughs> it has both centimeters she and was, inches. You, no, wait, 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 wait. Before you, she was so excited to have found that ruler. Oh, in the it was great. It, there's no good rulers anymore. They're all cheap plastic crap. Now, why is this? Why is this so special? I think I think it reminded me of the ones I had in like grade one and two. Like <laughs> like we had wooden rulers, and it was like the the numbers were carved and painted into it, and. Oh, and, okay. and this one was like a super cool one because on the flip side you had your angles like you have the forty five, yeah, like the ninety, protractor kind of thing on. Yeah, the, on the so like side, if yeah. if you're drawing geometric shapes, you can use that side for it. Anyway, I thought it was awesome. I was like, it does everything you would want a ruler to do, and and it's wood and it's tough and clearly has survived stamped, to be here. Yeah, stamped right on the the front of it, made in Canada. Oh yeah, that's something that you don't oh. see anymore. Yeah, <laughs> so that was kind of nice. And it was four dollars, so Yeah, so how could you not? Exactly. I got a I got a I got a page from a dirty magazine from the nineteen twenties. So that was my purchase. Yeah. We found and, that. Uh, I think we'll probably do an episode about those magazines in the future because France apparently had a whole bunch of Oh, the French. They've they've oh, they've God. always been Surprise. so shocking. <laughs> so shocking. But uh no, it was a cool place. And if I could remember the name of it, I'd because I know we have some listeners in like Brampton. I think it's called the Antique Shop. On Highway Highway 48, I think. Antique Shop on Highway 48. It's between the golf course and the Buddhist uh, res- retreat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we could hear them playing their drums. Yeah, nice. it was pretty sounded pretty yeah. fun. 
Yeah, it sounded like a good time. Yeah. But uh, no, the extremely friendly staff there. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they let my, my daughter listen, or our daughter listen to a, an old Victrola, nice. which is kind of neat. They hand cranked it and put a record on, and it was pretty cool. That's all I have to say about yeah. that. <laughs> Antique shops are cool. They're usually way overpriced, but. This one wasn't too bad. Like, the page from that magazine I got was 12 bucks, which is, you know. It's not bad. Decent. I guess. We found out. They had a okay, wide so- range. Like, they had, like, um, a hand-carved wooden propeller from an old airplane, and that was, like, two grand. Oh, the Avro. I forget yeah. what kind of plane it was. The, now, the, the, the they Avro- have big stuff and small stuff, and the big yeah. stuff is very expensive. <laughs> mm-hmm. They had uh, a bunch, a display of axe heads from the uh, 1600s. That was kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> but uh, no, it was a cool place, and anybody that lives in the area should uh, check it out. I know, yeah, uh, Brampton. I don't know. There's somebody in Brampton that listens to us, so thank oh, yeah? you. There's also some secret people in Newmarket, where we live, that listen to us. Hmm. And I like to imagine that it's Amanda's coworkers. Oh, dear. So hello to I Amanda's don't. coworkers. Thank you for not firing her for for what she's said on this podcast. Oh mm. Jesus! Yeah, <laughs> risky stuff. Uh, Let her know. Tell her. I I I swear like a sailor at work, and I have yet to be fired for that after years. So I think I think I might be okay. Okay. Yeah. No. Here's the thing. If you are Amanda's coworker, after you listen to this, I want you to go up to her and just say pineapples <laughs> there you go so I, it, you don't have to say you don't even have to converse about the show or anything just just so you know it'll be like a little inside thing I, or if you really want to fuck uh, with her just leave a note without your name on it oh yeah oh even God. better don't even yeah when she's not at her desk <laughs> write pineapples <laughs> and pineapples uh. and then a, a frowny face to show how displeased you, <laughs> you know, are with her actions. You know what? I've thought about it. I've thought about it. And I, I, even though, like, I'm not, I do not like the idea of my coworkers knowing about or hearing this podcast, though I know some of them probably do because I'm friends with them on Facebook and I get tagged. So no, I stopped tagging you. Don't worry. Yeah, but but I I, I mean I'm and I have mentioned like and I think I've mentioned to one or two people that that you know I think are pretty discreet. That once my once my aunt try said she was trying to oh, listen to the show. Oh, that horrified me. That that was when we were like, okay, oh no, dear, let's pull oh it back dear. A bit. <laughs> Just uh, and and I've thought about like some of the things I've said. I'm like, oh, if God, you're listening like, now, Cindy, hello. <laughs> Hopefully we'll anyway, see you soon. If you are my coworker, please do not indicate to me at all that you know that I am in this podcast or that you've no, listened no, to it. No, pineapples. No, yeah, just fuck with no, me. No, just let yeah. me live in blissful ignorance of your knowledge. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, it's yeah. going to be a really rough Monday morning after this let episode. Her, <laughs> let her, let her, let her know how you like the dildos episode. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just write her a little note. Or you don't have to one. sign it or anything. Or this one. This one's going to be uh, controversial, maybe. It is. You're trying to segue, though, but I've got yeah, one more thing to You're say. Being a... What? I, oh, well, I wanted to put out a, a shout-out, a recommendation oh, okay. to a brand-new podcast on the scene because we like to support our fellow indie histori- history podcasters. And this one's really good. Uh, and I look forward to uh, much more comment... Or comment. A much more... Uh, content from them and it's called lions led by donkeys 
I don't know if they have podcast in the name or not, but if you search for lions led by donkeys, you'll find it. And it's two U.S. military veterans who uh, just started doing a podcast. They just, I think their fourth episode is probably coming up this week. Uh, Or by the time you're listening to this, it could be out now. But uh, they do shows on like uh, really fucked up military leaders. I guess to (laughs) phrase it, you know. Simply, uh, just like the ones that are assholes and get a lot of people killed and shit like that, which is pretty grim, but yeah. they're, they're entertaining guys and, uh, they have a similar vocabulary to us, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> so and what you're saying is they don't really have one. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that, uh, you know, they're not above, uh, coarse language. And such. Right. I mean, when you're dealing with a situation like uh, the butcher of the psalm, you know, you can't yeah. mince words. You gotta, you gotta let the expletives fly. So, because that's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, check them out. Yeah. If you uh, like military history stuff, and also like to be entertained, there you go. Well, that's I like I both. Well, there you go. You should listen. I'm, well, I'm gonna. And uh, so, you were trying to segue before? Did you want to pick up where you left off? No, you fucking blew it. Yeah, you really interrupted (laughs) his flow. Yeah, speaking of coarse words and harsh vocabulary. (laughs) There's a word you could call me right now for fucking Yeah, you're being a a real (laughs) cunt. There you go. Cunt. That's that's the word we're talking about today, the big one. The big C. It's my, and maybe I shouldn't admit this because there are, you know, the nature of the word, but it's my favorite swear word. Yeah. By far. Because it's the only one that still has any impact. Like, yeah. I hear parents using, like, saying fuck all the time at my, my daughter's school. Mm-hmm. Because they're, they're shits. But uh, <laughs> they shouldn't be swearing around, like, you know, I wonder why, you want to wonder why, like, why it is so powerful compared to, say, Dick. Or yeah. like there's well, so there's so many words and it seems to be now the most powerful swear word that exists. It is. It, yeah, you really do get a visceral response from <laughs> yeah. people you, who don't like that word. You uh, drop cunt in, pro, in, 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 in public. You want to clear a room. You just <laughs> yeah. yell cunt. Or if you want all eyes on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you've probably heard uh, a bell ring a few times by now. That's because Jason... <laughs> Is uh, we're gonna we're gonna count how many times uh, we can use. I I meant to bring a pen so I could tick off. I little, was I was ignoring like, that because I was like, oh, that seems like too much work. Now <laughs> I'm gonna right. have to listen well, to this whole fucking thing while I'm yeah. editing and, and insert a bell every Guess time call I say me. cunt. A cunt. I'm going to ding. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the best part. <laughs> the best part is that. Uh, when this show comes out, there's not going to be a bell because Jason's not going to do it. And <laughs> because we do this all the We're time. We're going to talk about the bell. We talk, and we there will talk be no bell. Stuff all the time. And he we has not about, had the discipline to count. We talk about editing stuff out. We never edit it out. I edit some stuff out. It's yeah, you so, do, but <laughs> It's so seamlessly done that you don't even realize it's been edited. That's, <laughs> That's the, your expertise. 99% of what you guys hear is what we record. We've just gotten so good at this. 
<laughs> yeah. We naturally so edit. Lazy. We just don't say the stuff that we would otherwise. Well, cut like out. I gotta say, when right. we first started this podcast, I'd spend like five hours editing an episode. Now it's maybe half hour. Yeah. Well, that's probably <laughs> a mix of your. That's probably a mix of your growing skill with the editing, and like having a feel for the flow and our, you know, evolution. Yeah. No, 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 no. no? Yeah. Your no, complete I, I like disdain that. for editing. Oh, it's just laziness. And <laughs> <laughs> the chore that it's become. <clears throat> I wouldn't call it a chore. I, I enjoy audio engineering. Yeah. It's fun. But, so, uh, can I, can I say why, why cunt is, is one of my favorite words? And how oh, were you segueing too and we I, fucked it all up? No, no. I was just waiting to, <laughs> I got bored waiting to be able to naturally bring it up. So I just thought I'd shove it in there. So you want to you want to bring it up right at the top of the show? Well, no, I just want to say top of the topic, I should say. No, I, just, we're like I think twenty minutes in. Now. Well, no, right now we're just sort of starting. So like this is what we're going to talk about. And I just wanted to say that like what I love about the word cunt is that I use it as I guess it's kind of like it's kind of like a shit test for friendship where. <laughs> Well, no, no, no. Oh my God! No, can like, I tell a story let about me, you. Hold really on, quick. Can no, I, I want to tell it before I tell you about. When, okay, fine. Okay, so Amanda used to play roller derby because that's you know she's a hipster. Yes, but <laughs> hipsters don't even exist anymore. I played roller no, derby because it's cool and well, this I'm was tough. Like, this was like <laughs> what seven or eight years ago. It wasn't oh, that okay. long. But, uh, it was five years ago. Four years no, ago. Uh, no, it's four because I went back after I had our daughter. Oh, whatever. Anyway, so she's sitting around the table with all her teammates, and I forget what the context of it was, but she yelled out "wet sloppy cunt," and I think she found out and she was <laughs> banned from the team. <laughs> no, I wasn't. But it was it was taken you got with some, shock. You got some. You got some looks. Shock and horror, yeah. Anyway, continue, continue. Anyway. I, just, I was adding context to your story. Yes. So I, I tend, like, I don't tend to use it as a genuine insult. I use it as a playful ribbing uh, towards only my closest, longest female friends, like, in certain contexts. So, like, there or was- Or when she's had too much wine. Yes, that too. That too. I, I also like to say stupid bitch a lot when I'm drunk with my really good friends. So, yeah. but but they take it in stride. That's why they're my friends. Um, but there was, I think one time, actually, I think it was Nikki. And this was like early 2000s. Whom and, you know from the show. Whom you know from the show, from the dildo episode. Anyway, yes. I think it was like early 2000s with her. And she was like slowly like i was in the car ready to go and she was like slowly walking over to the car and i was like drag your <laughs> slimy cunt back in this car woman and i like and i yelled it and people were near and looked horrified but she just laughed her ass off at me so, so i i i think that i know it's like a really like high like a high sensitivity word but i have only used it in the context of close long-term friendships and i find that Having a friendship that it demonstrates the strength of a friendship where, where you can use that kind of strong language and be entertained by it. I agree. And I think men know that more than most women. I think that guys rib each other quite harshly to the point of shocking outsiders the way that they <laughs> the way that they insult that, each well, other. That's, that's documented fact. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's that woman that disguised herself as a man and infiltrated like a group of male friends. Yeah. And found that that was one of her biggest takeaways of that. Yeah. Was that male but, friendship was 
Yeah. Pretty, pretty fucking cruel at times. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, and that's like, I think of that too, like in, in the armed forces as well, you know, like you have a big group of guys who are with each other. It's pretty much 24 seven and it gets uh pretty, the language gets pretty harsh with each other. Um, when you're together in that, uh, type of situation. But, uh, but yeah, I, I'm one of those horrible you, people that uses cunt as a, as a, you know, an insult. So hmm. I don't use it. <clears throat> you don't? Not at all. the word. <laughs> really? No. We, 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 we were trying to take it back at one point, but that's. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jason, do take you it use it? Who? Do you use it just towards women or do you use it towards no, men no, and women? No, no, no. Because I no, was going to say. It, it's equal opportunity. Yeah. Both men and women can be cunts. Because the way I think of the word is like, just and it's horrible when you think about what the, the word actually means when you're talking about female anatomy. But I use it as an expletive towards really just fucking shitty people, mm. like somebody who's just being a, you know, like uh, well, you know what I'm talking about. Just despicable. They're just being people. a cunt. <laughs> They're just being. A, <laughs> see, I was trying not to say it that. But that's, it is a thing. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah. I, I feel like it's, I think that if somebody is using it, I think that there's like a vast inequality in how people are, like, if you call a woman a cunt, that's a no-no. But if you call a man a cunt, people would be less, like the word use is like, uh, but it's not as shocking or offensive because it's not considered an act against women, right? It, it's, yes, it might be men, considered an insult against women to, to use me, their body part to insult a man. To me, men and women can equally be cunts. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I'm glad you do. Plus, is there co-worker, any male specific insult that's Co-worker listening right now, just let her know. That, and if you know. think Amanda is... I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, just post it on Twitter. Hashtag Amanda's just, cunt. Just leave a post-it note on her desk that just says cunt. I can, I, I can, I can own that I am one once in a while. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, anyway. Let's, let's get go. down to business okay. here. Yeah. Let's talk so about the, the history of this thing. Uh, the Oxford English Dictionary clarifies the words commonest context as the twofold, quote, female external genital organs, which I didn't know, actually. External genital yeah. organs. So it doesn't include the uterus. Yeah. Or the cervix. <laughs> or, yeah, any of that stuff. Or, and Or the vagina, actually, because the well, vagina yeah. is the, the tube there. Yeah, so, you know, that doesn't leave you with much, really. It, would it be the... Co- so it would be the combination of, like, the... Uh, labia. labias and the clitoris, I guess. It's it's yeah. the vul- the vulva is the not offensive term for the exact same part. Oh, the oh, vulva clitoris is- and wait, clitoris and labia is offensive now. No, 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 <laughs> no. I that. mean, rather than so, the vulva encompasses the clitoris, the labia, all, all that stuff. Yeah, so gotcha. th- that's what the vulva okay. is, and that's uh, what <laughs> it means. So the context t- context is twofold. Uh, meaning uh, female external uh, genital organs, and, quote, term of vulgar abuse, end quote. At the heart of this uh, incongruity is our culture's negative attitude towards femininity. Uh, Cunt is a primary example of the multitude of tabooed words and phrases relating to female sexuality and of the misogyny inherent in sexual discourse. I'd like to think that's changing a bit. 
in our modern world, but there's still still that there's idea. People, there's yeah, there's people that would disagree with that, and yeah. uh, you know, but. I don't know. I feel I I don't want a soapbox, but I really feel like uh oh, <laughs> I don't really like the statement about like this like accepting that society has a negative view towards femininity. Like statistically, well, that is not that is not born in fact. Well, it anywhere. does, and I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Feminists are some of the worst offenders in that too, because I, and I can give you an example. You mean by infantilizing I, women and saying they need all this extra help and can't get anywhere under their own steam? You well, mean? there's that too, <laughs> but let's not get into that. No, I'm talking about the Game of Thrones HBO series. Oh, because they can show that, like, they'll show female nudity. And a bunch of people get all up in arms and, oh, subjective women, uh, you know, making women a, a figure of, you know, sexual desire and subjective. What, what's objective. the word? Objective. Objective. Why am I saying subjective? I Objectifying know. them and such. But like male nudity in the show is, oh, good. They're showing <laughs> penis. Woo-hoo, yeah, justice. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Yeah. Because for some reason, even in the feminist mindset now, not all feminists, but some of them, see, still see female nudity or the female form in general as something that's dirty and horrible that shouldn't be shown. Yeah. You know, oh, the, only, the only actual context that female nudity can be shown in is like when they're doing the slut walks or whatever the hell they call them. In which case, you're not supposed to be thinking sexually about them. You're supposed to be thinking exactly. humbly about so, your wrong thoughts in the past. It's all it's all sorts yeah. of fucked up. I don't know sexual yeah. politics, but no, whatever. <laughs> when used yeah. in the reductive, abusive context, female genital terms such as cunt are notably more offensive than male equivalents such as dick. This linguistic inequality is mirrored by a cultural imbalance that sees images of the vagina obliterated from contemporary visual culture, which is uh, entirely true, as yeah. what J- I was just talking I. about. I.e. Japan. <laughs> They're really <laughs> obsessed with blurring out all that shit, aren't yeah. they? I really? I understood that. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. You've never seen a Japanese porno? No. They oh, blur the, the, the vagina. Really? Yeah. It's, the it's a porno. The vagina. It's yeah. a porno. The vagina, yeah. Like, they, know, don't, they don't actually put out ones no without insertion. blurred genitals? Nope. nope. Oh, wow. Not if it's, it's like from Japan. Yeah. You didn't know that. Did not know. I'm sorry. I'm not a connoisseur of the pornography. So. Mm. Oh, I am. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, so in the historical part of this, uh, the etymology of cunt is actually considerably more complex than is generally supposed. Uh, the words etymology is highly contentious and a consensus has not yet been reached. And I feel like that's the same for, like, basically all the big swear words. Yeah. yeah all the yeah. words. I remember we did an episode about the word fuck quite a while ago. And uh, it was the same kind it's of story It's just, like, there. a bunch of theories yeah. and it, arguments. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as Ruth... Uh, I meant to look up how to pronounce this last name, but... Ruth Wajnrib... <laughs> I don't know. Brilliant. W A J R Y B. W J what? Wanrib. W A J N R Y B. Wanrib. I'm gonna go with Wanrib. I'm gonna yeah. say the J. Wanrib. 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 Admits in her book, 
She wrote a book called A Cunt of a Word. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, quote, etymologists are unlikely to come to an agreement about the origins of cunt anytime soon. And Mark Morton is even more despairing, um, saying, quote, no one really knows the ulterior origin of cunt, end quote. So these are the people that study these types of words just basically giving up on yeah. their hands <laughs> up. Yeah. They're like, oh, I, I don't fucking know. But La- uh, I did. What? I did see that the I mean, I like to like. Something that sounds close to it, that more or le- like whose definition could be linked to it or be it, I think is like the ones to stick. Like the Latin one there, cunis. 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 Means yeah. vulva. We t- and we talked about that in our very first episode about the yeah. Pompeii. Yeah, um, yeah. Because that was written on walls about. Cunis. You know, yeah. Good, <laughs> and good then stuff. The, and then <laughs> there was the Norse, let's see, Swedish, uh, Kunta. Kunt, Middle Low German, Middle Dutch, Kant. Like it sounds well, about- like it, 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 if it if it's Germanic, <laughs> it sort of had to come from a root, probably. Well, how about you let me carry on? With oh, my sorry. <laughs> the origins of Kant, the origins of Kant can be traced back to the Proto-Indo-European Ku, C-U, one of the oldest word sounds in recorded language. C-U is an expression quintessentially associated with femininity. And forms the basis of words such as cow, queen, and cunt. The C word's second most significant influence is the Latin term kunis, meaning wedge, and the Greek kusos and kusthos, also conus, which is tuft of hair. And conus, perhaps related to the Egyptian kat, I don't know how, but that's what the resource I was looking at said. Uh, all emerge parallel with kunis, along with the Hebrew kus, K-U-S, and kus, which is K-E-U-S, they shared an initial K in place of the Latin C. Thus, C-U and K-O-O, both pronounced ku, were ancient monosyllabic, uh, monosyllabic sounds, I got that word, <laughs> implying femininity, C-O-O and C-O-U, are modern slang terms for vagina based on these ancient sounds. Other vaginal slang words such as cooch and coot and cooter, which is my favorite one, <laughs> uh, coos and coozy, cookie, coochie, coocha, cooch, and coochie snorcher, which I've never heard before. I, I've heard that one. I've heard that <laughs> really? one. Really? I'm yeah. going to use coochie that. Coochie snorcher. We're up. I don't like it. It does Our not sound sexy enough to me. Uh... And Coochie Snorcher is actually from the Vagina Monologues. You were talking about that yeah, before that we started is, recording. Yeah, that's one of the... Yeah. Coochie Snorcher is, as in the little Coochie Snorcher that could from the Vagina Monologues, is a childish euphemism for cunt that has generated the following often elaborate variants. Uh, should I just read a bunch of these? Oh, you have so yeah. many lists. <laughs> Hooch, Hoochie. Uh, well, a lot of them are various spellings of the same yeah. thing. Like Hoochie spelt with an I-E and then Hoochie spelt with a Y. And then Hoochie spelt with a T-C-H-Y. Hoochie Coochie. With various C and K spellings. Uh, now, what, which is the variant that Alan Jackson uses? <laughs> I'm getting to that, actually. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Hoochie Coochie and Hoochie Coocher and stuff like that. 
or all variants of the the old coo sound. Uh, the phrase also inspired the songs song titles such as Ichiku Park by the Small Faces in 1967, Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo by Rick Derringer, and I'm Your Hoochie Coochie Man by Muddy Waters. Uh, Hoochie Coochie Man uh, was also the name of John, uh, Long John Baldry's backing band during the 1960s. Also, heterosexual pornographic films are known as cooch reels. So, hmm. but that's kind of, uh, I mean, that's straying from the word cunt, of course, but uh, right. it all kind of stems, it's believed to stem from the same very, hmm. very ancient um, uh, word sound, as they call it. That's wild. So <laughs> it was like one guy, one guy thought of it. <laughs> one one and, guy and thought of it. we've got too. this far. Yeah, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. I wish I was more into etymology, really. Yeah, it you know seems, what? Me too. It seems, it seems really like fascinating. a fascinating topic, but I just don't have the patience for it. Yeah. I can, Subscribe I to our linguistic. <laughs> Subscribe to our linguistic linguistics on Reddit, and then you'll get little little quick things about the etymology of certain words. And uh, you should be you should have a podcast that you can recommend to us. Oh, yeah. sorry. Actually, sure if there anybody, actually, there's the history of. Words podcast, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. Probably, probably. what, Radio Gimlet or some shit like that? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting tired of seeing Gimlet all over the place. They're too good. They're <clears> they got great good. shows, but it's just, yeah. It's... Origin of Words. Origin of Words. I think I've heard of that one before. Yeah, I've, uh, I've told you about <laughs> it before. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to start listening because I find the subject interesting yet tiresome. Yeah, I guess that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, cunt has been, or I pronounce that weirdly, cunt, because you got to really hit the T. Yeah. Cunt yeah. has been attested in its anatomical meaning since at least the 13th century. The earliest cunt citation in the Oxford English Dictionary features the word as a component of, the London, of a London street name, circa 1230 and Southwark. There was a street called Grope Cunt Lane. <laughs> <laughs> the, the street was part of the Stews, the South, uh, the Southwark Red Light District. Yeah. So the name was quite literal. God, yeah. You know, this God is where, bless, if you need. God bless the fucking English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, its name was not. Name, what should we name that, that place where everyone gets their cunt groped? <laughs> I don't know. Or, Grope Cunt Lane? <laughs> oh, it's great. It was similar. When we did the word, the the uh, the the episode on the word fuck, too, it was similar. They had, like, yeah. fuck by the field, you know, yeah. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> shit like that. Like, they, they were very, very literal with their names back in the Middle Ages. Yeah, I, they were uh, not really as Puritan as us modern civilized folk. But yeah. <laughs> I did find you. I, I'm assuming you went through the Wikipedia, but I did like that quote from the Proverbs of Hending from early uh, early 1300s. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this this person wrote a, a poem that was a series of proverbs like wisdom, right? And mm. and one of the one of the quotes in it was, "Give your cunt wisely and make your demands after the wedding." <laughs> and I was like, nice. that was a very no, but see, that was not That's an insulting right. use of the right. term. That was really wise advice, wasn't it? Like, yeah. That was really kind. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, I like that one. Yeah. 
I kind of want to go look up that manuscript now. We'll have to throw that up on Twitter as just some common advice. Yeah. But uh, uh, the the name uh, names such as Grope Cunt Lane weren't just confined only to London. There was also a Grump Cunt, Grope Cunt Lane in Oxford, uh, which was later renamed to Grove Passage and then Magpie Lane. Uh, a Grap Cunt Lane in York. A Cunt Street in Bristol, later renamed to Ho Street. <laughs> and in Paris, Rue de Paul Con and Rue Gratcon. And Con is their, uh, the French word for cunt. Ah. Mm-hmm. C O N. I believe I'm going to, uh, you know, that's what I'm going with anyway. Uh, Bristol also had a Grope Cunt Lane, or Grope Count Lane, later shortened to Grope Lane, <laughs> which, you know, is still kind of. You know, iffy, but <laughs> subsequently changed to Haller's Lane. So they gradually changed these names to more suitable things as yeah. time went on. And finally, as it is known now, Nelson Street. Uh, uh, London's London's Grope Cunt Lane was later shortened to Grope Lane and subsequently became Grub Street and is now Milton Street. So if you live on Milton Street out there in London. Man, uh, I want to go to London just to go to this street. And just walk around like, excuse me, did you know that this street used to be called Grope Cunt Lane? <laughs> just tell everybody that walks by, yeah. Hey, did you know that this was Grope Cunt Lane? When when you walk out your door every morning, do you know how many cunts were groped on this lane? <laughs> hey, did you know that this was Grope Cunt Lane? <laughs> like, that's all I would do. Just stand there all day, just stand there. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, like, like, have a sign, like a petition, like, bring it up. <laughs> Bring back Grope Cunt Lane. Yeah. It's a historical, like, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, you You've have to respect, preserve the historicity of the you location. respect and preserve history. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know how happy it'd make me if I found out the street I lived on used to be a red light district? <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, that's fucking awesome. Man. You know, there's, <laughs> there's a house down the road from us that uh, every once in a while they have a red light on as their exterior light like above their door <clears throat> yeah. someday i'm gonna find out if that's what i think it is i mean it has to be right yeah like <laughs> there like, are other times di- occasionally there are, there are other like, times when it's not red yeah just occasionally like, it's they a deliberately red put a huh. red hmm. so i don't know that's when they're open for business i've read about it and- i've read about it and seen it in shows red lights they indicate prostitution they're like, I'm open for business. That's what I have yeah. read and been told. So That's why my parents were so disturbed with when I was in high school and I was in my like hippie phase. Uh, you know, I was burning incense in my room and had lava lamps and you know, what what a, a high schooler in the nineties would think of the sixties. Yeah. I had I had a red it was a, a like a, a light cover, a glass light cover that was an exit sign. Uh, I had that as my bedroom light for a while. And my parents were kind of, they didn't tell me why I shouldn't put it up as a light, but. Oh, I do do need to point out that there are other uses for changing your porch light to red, such as honoring dead firemen. I don't know if that's a new tradition. (laughs) That's a lot of dead firemen then that that woman, whoever lives there. Yeah. No, like there's something about, and there's well, something about red lights for anti-gun solidarity. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Oh no, that's for the dead firemen. Oh. Yeah. I'll just go and ask uh, if that light is for dead firemen. Yeah. Uh, are you like fucking, or is this for firemen? <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. Just let me know. Put a sign out. 
Did you know this street used to be Grope, called Grope Cunt Lane? <laughs> There's a school. There's a school called... Hold on. Let me go back. The Milton Court Guildhall School of Music and Drama. So I say we petition that to be Grope Cunt Court Guildhall School of Music and Drama. It should be. Yeah. Do we have any listeners in London? I doubt it. <laughs> Get on that. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, a notable use appears in The Miller's Tale from Chaucer's Canterbury Tales, written in the 1380s or 1390s. We're not entirely sure when. Uh, but, oh, God. I When I was writing out this this quote, I was like, oh, God, I'm going to have to pronounce these words. But this one's one of the shorter ones. But the quote is, Privily he caught her by the quint. And uh, the modern interpretation of that is cunt, but it's spelt Q-U-E-Y-N-T-E. And it kind of makes me want to read the Miller's Tale from the Canterbury Tales now, because I want to know why this dude is catching women by their cunts. Mm. It doesn't seem like it would feel very good. (laughs) You're like running away. Chaucer. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Everyone got it all wrong. Our yeah. president, the the, genius. the the astute genius, who's uh, he's a fucking moron. <laughs> all right, let's not get into that. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know the Canterbury Tales. He doesn't know it exists. I guarantee it. Probably not. Or he'll say something like, "Oh yeah, it's great." <laughs> Oh, yes, I know Chaucer very well. I was talking to his parents the other day. Yeah, I met... Yeah, (laughs) he's a very good man. (laughs) The wife of Bath also uses the term, which is another part of uh, Canterbury Tales. Uh, Quote, for certain old dotard... And I I have the original English writing of it, which is why I'm pronouncing words weird. But for certain old dotard, by your leave, you shall have quint right enough at eve. What... Aileth you to grouch thus and groan? Is it for ye would have quent alone? <laughs> so that's that's from Canterbury Tales. Uh, by Shakespeare's day, the word seems to have become obscene. Uh, that's not, actually I missed that earlier, but uh, most of the usage, well, well, as evidence of it being street names and stuff like that, <laughs> it wasn't seen as entirely offensive but more just descriptive. Yeah. Right. Uh, by Shakespeare's like day. Yeah, basically. Like how fuck used to be. Fuck a butter. That was yeah. my favorite one. Well, a guy who fucks butter. You call right. him fuck a butter. <laughs> grope lane because you grope people on that lane. Yeah. By Shakespeare's, they were very literal. I like it. We should return to that. Mm-hmm. By Shakespeare's day, the word seems to have become obscene. Although Shakespeare does not use the word explicitly, uh, or with derogatory meaning in his plays, he still uses wordplay to sneak it in uh, obliquely. In Act 3, Scene 2 of Hamlet, as the castle's res- residents are settling in to watch the play within the play, Hamlet asks his girlfriend Ophelia, quote, Lady, shall I lie in your lap? Uh, Ophelia replies, No, my lord. Hamlet, feigning shock, says, Do you think I meant country matters? then to drive the the home the point that the accent definitely on the or the accent is definitely on the first syllable of country 
Shakespeare has Hamlet say, that's a fair thought to lie between maids' legs. So, so he said... Country matters. Yeah, yeah, he said, yeah. do you think I meant country matters? <laughs> yeah, probably that's that how he said it, too. yeah. And then the crowd would hoop and holler. Yeah. I'm like, oh! How do we get from... How do we get... Because Shakespeare was like... Back in the day, that was like going to see... Like Transformers movies. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. And now it's like the high society stuff. That bothers me. We, sh- well, we should same- bring it back to its gritty fucking yeah. origins. Yeah. You know, you get food stamps and you get a ticket to a Shakespeare play. I think that that's about as far as that idea went. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that silence afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well. Uh, so where were we here? That's uh, in the twelfth night. Yeah, yeah the, in the twelfth night, Act Two, Scene Five, the puritanical Malvolio. Am I pronouncing that right? I've never read yeah. the twelfth night, so uh, believes he recognizes em- his employer's handwriting in an anonymous letter, commenting, "Quote: There be her very C's, her U's, and her T's, and thus makes." She, her great peas, end quote. Mm. Mm. Unwittingly punning, punning on cunt and piss. I don't know. I think nope. that's a stretch. You think so? No yeah, way. I think that's a stretch. <laughs> uh, and while it has also been argued that the slang term cut is intended, Pauline Kernan writes that Shakespeare's ridiculous, quote, prissy puritanical party poopers ridicules ridicules what did i say ridiculous ridiculous oh close enough ridicules yeah Uh, pauline kiernan writes that shakespeare ridicules quote prissy puritanical party poopers end quote by having quote a puritan spell out the word cunt on a public stage Uh, yes see (laughs) <laughs> All right, fine. So what do you have to say for yourself now? No, yeah. you're, you're right. You're right. <laughs> a related scene occurs in Henry V when Catherine is learning English. She's appalled at the, quote, gross, a, Im- oh, God, French? Impudique. Impudique. Impudique words, foot and gown, which her teacher has mispronounced as coon. <laughs> it is usually argued that Shakespeare intends <laughs> to suggest that she misheard foot as fort, Tre, which, which is French for fuck, and con as con, French for cunt. So also used to mean go. idiot. Yes, but mm. uh, you need to brush up on those French skills. I do. It's uh, rough. I don't it's know. Not very Canadian of you. We sir. haven't been, we haven't been doing many notes in the last couple episodes, so I'm a little rusty in, in reading well. through my. But uh, no, John, your English is fine. <clears throat> yes, it's just the French. French, I have to. The front. I can't even. French. I can't even pronounce the word. Uh, John Donne alludes to the obscene meaning without being explicit in his 1633 poem, "The Good Morrow," referring to sucking on quote country pleasures. Mm. So it seems like uh, you know, country was a word that was used quite a bit yeah. to imply. Maybe that's where the whole farm girl thing comes from. Eh? Maybe. Could be. The 1675 restoration comedy, The Country Wife, also features such wordplay, even in in its title. So, The Country Wife. Mm. 18th century Scottish poet Robert Burns used the word in his Merry Muses of Caledonia, 
a collection of body verses which he kept to himself and were not publicly available until the mid 1960s. And I want to. I'm kind of wondering why he kept them to himself. Like, was it for personal use, or did he just enjoy writing them? Oh, he probably for letting off his own steam. Yeah. Mm. Maybe he wrote them and then thought better of publishing them. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> uh, He's in, just drunk. <laughs> in his poem, Yon, 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 Lassie, Yon spelt Y-O-N, the couplet appears, For Ilka bursts upon her cunt was worth a rile ransom. See, I can do the Scottish. Uh, what does for Ilka? Do what does for Ilka burst mean? I don't know what Ilka burst means. I don't know. I just know how to pronounce it. Wait, something upon her cunt was worth a royal <laughs> ransom. Whatever that thing was. Yeah, I bet it was good. Seriously, Mary. All right, well, I'm, I'm, I'm clicking on the reference here. Well, Joe just deleted it. What? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Don't even. <laughs> No, I'm no, I'm clicking in Wikipedia on it. Uh, something about da, da, da. oh, it's too long. I don't know where it is in there. Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna find it. <clears throat> Every hair. Every hair. For Ilka Bruce upon her cut was worth. For every ransom. hair upon so her cut. So that is was a very the valuable. Ransom. Oh, geez, that's quite a compliment. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say jeez. so. See, people it can be a word used for good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that if, there's uh there's a lot like there's a lot of evidence women. of it being being neutral and sometimes good. And a lot of the stuff I've read so far is like when paired with a positive, it can be part of a comp it like puts it seems to put like emotional weight but behind people a People would a still positive. argue that it's subjectifying well, that's it. women because it's talking that's about like, whoa, you're that's a, what it's you're all a, about. You're, yeah. you're a clever cunt, you know, like that that is a big compliment, right? Like, Is it? Well, it depends well, yeah, if you're saying you're it sarcastically. You're braving the social disapproval of using the C word to compliment someone. So they well, must be very okay. clever. Yeah, but you could, be, you could be saying it sarcastically. Like, oh, well, wow, you're a clever you? cop. That's how I'd be all right. using it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I think it's all, it's all a matter of, yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> tone? situational. Yeah. All right. Yeah, tone. Well, by the late 17th century, a softer form of the word cunny came into use. And I used to hear cunny quite a bit. I don't actually. like that one. That one makes me feel icky when I hear it. Really? Yeah, cunny. I'm going to have to start using that. Cunny makes me feel icky. <laughs> that, that's weird. Yeah. A well-known use of this derivation can be found in the 25th October 1668 entry of the diary of Samuel Pepys. He was discovered having an affair with Deborah Willett. Uh, he wrote that his wife, quote, Coming up suddenly did find me embracing the girl con, uh, which means with, my hand, sub, which means under, her, I'm just going to, hold on, I'm going to read it with the translated text, just so I don't have to yeah, stop right. it. Uh, coming up suddenly did find me embracing the girl with my hand under her coats, and indeed I was with my main hand in her cunny. I was at a wonderful loss upon it, and the girl also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's that dog. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. So that's a quote from the uh, diary entry of Samuel Pepe's, apparently. Dirty bastard. The fucking dirty <laughs> sob. But yeah, so um, the word cunt didn't really show up into in any modern dictionary until 1961. 
when it was included in Webster's third new international dictionary with the comment USU, which means usual. Uh, usually. Usually considered obscene. Mm-hmm. End quote. So. And that's cunt. It's a cunt of a word. <laughs> I don't know what our count's at. We were going to keep track, but. Cunt, 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 cunt. Oh, now you've just jumped ahead. I can't pad the stats. (laughs) Uh, It's it's a lot harder to research cunt than it is fuck. I did find out as I was reading the notes. Um, They're writing the notes, right? So so do you guys think it's the worst? I think the general population thinks it's the worst. Yeah. Is there such a thing as the worst? And because of that, I think it's the worst. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know. whatever whatever is the most emotionally impactful uh, insult or word, I guess, is probably the worst. But, but <clears throat> you know, we're also very like North America centric. I mean, I I wonder what. Yeah, I don't. Think, well, yeah, obviously <laughs> the English they don't think it's the worst. Yeah, they they use it <laughs> quite true. a lot. Yeah, quite a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, right. But well, I will true. say, like, if if I was again, I go back to my daughter's schoolyard. Because yeah. there's an there's an interesting <laughs> mix of income levels at the school, to put it in a politically correct way. Mm. Not to disparage on anybody that's in the lower portion of that, because there are some really great parents out there that are doing their best, you know. But there's also some real fucking shitheads there that are just naturally garbage people. In all, God, aren't, in all aren't parents the worst? <laughs> <laughs> These ones are, but. I think I could say something like, not la- not yell it, but I could say something like fucking shit while there and nobody would bat an eye. But if I said fucking cunt, I, th- I think that right. would get a lot of attention. I think you would have immediate <laughs> shrieking harpies at you immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's what yeah. would happen. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So You should try it. I should. I'm just doing field research. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I do a podcast. It's just a prank, bro. <laughs> that seems you know, I just remembered something. I think I did say the c word at work once, and mm. immediately you did. You did. You told me about. And it. I immediately felt horrified and terrified about who would have heard me. I think yeah. I may have just whispered it loudly though to myself. It was no, no. I remember the story. You were talking to a customer, and you hung up the phone and said "cunt." Yes. But you were worried that you said it before you hung up the phone. Yeah. That was that was what it but was. But that was your other job, not your current no. job. No, yeah, that, that was, was yeah. that was years many. Years Actually, ago. that was that was quite a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I, I didn't know, but I was just going to say that. <laughs> she was covering for it. Safe no. face. <laughs> I, yeah. No, that wasn't that wasn't her current job. That was quite a while ago. Yeah. Uh, Amanda came up through the call centers. No, I'm generally get, more creative. I'm, I'm actually v- a very creative. Like, like when I'm mad, I vent by saying ridiculous things. So I'll be like, I think one time I was like, I hope he dies in a car fire. And I was like, it, like, I, I'll say like that's horrific awful. things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll say. It's not, that's not unique. That's just terrible. No, no, no. I think it's more creative than saying fucker or something like, like you fucking asshole. But like, I don't say, I don't say any of the standard things. I st- I say like, like horrific things and there's so you wish harm <laughs> on your enemy yeah. i think you have to up your game a little bit really what's the one yeah. from uh nighthawks at the diner oh huh? uh, hotter than a 
They're colder than a... Oh, I can't remember now, and I wouldn't even want to attempt to uh, quote it. I know porcupine quills are in there somewhere. Yeah. But I, I, anyway, <laughs> I don't actually. I, I haven't listened to that album in a I, long time. I don't yeah. actually feel that. I don't actually feel that level of like real hate towards anyone. I just like when I'm frustrated, I need to say something insulting to, to make myself feel better, and I do. Well, that's that's what that's what yeah. it yeah. is. Yeah. That's why. That's why I use cunt very sparingly. Yeah. You save it? Wait, at the beginning I of the show, you it. said you don't use it. No, and I said I admitting. was joking. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. okay. I said I said I was joking. Oh, okay, but you yeah. just, you use but it very, yeah, car- you save it for the real. Yeah, because we, yeah, because that's like, boom, it's a, cunt is like a shotgun blast. Yeah. 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 So, like, you know when you've... <laughs> <laughs> when you're using it, you mean to do damage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's a good way of putting it. I still maintain that... Well, see, now, way back when, when I was in the armed forces, because I feel like I have to say that now, because of what it's like now, mm-hmm. uh, but back in the day, in the Canadian military, and I imagine the American military, too, uh, the language like that was just a way of life. It didn't mean like you know how you sw- you were just saying Amanda that you swear so you to make yourself feel better and stuff like that. Yeah, and, yeah. In that type of situation, it just becomes the word you use. Yeah, like right. I, I went to the fucking store and bought a fucking coke. That's just what you do. I it, don't think it's, it's like also, that anymore. It's also it's how like eighty percent of New Brunswickers talk casually to each other over coffee. <laughs> yeah. Like us Maritimers. Yeah. But you could well like uh, if it's a real rural person, you might not understand the rest of the English, but you might hear a fuck here and there. Yeah, <laughs> and they're not angry, and they're not complaining. They're just inserting yeah. the word every third word or so. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> like I remember when I was getting my gear when I when I first joined up, and it was here's your fucking boots, and here's your fucking jacket, and here's your fucking canteen. Yeah, that's just how it worked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was no there was no <laughs> and, malice, and, and cunt was not you know spared from that. Yeah, yeah. We still haven't yeah. talked about. So, do you feel like? Do you feel like its power over other swear words is in the the fact that it is it is a female genitalia or or a, a disparagement of femininity in any way? Well, no, but bitch isn't really looked on in the same way. No, right. you're right. And I know you can say, oh, that because, means... I think, oh, go ahead. I think it's just that it's solely so offensive still. Yeah. yeah. I think See, that's really it. I just feel like like there's a spectrum... like. There's, I think that, like, the person, like, I think that dick, like, both the genders have w- insulting words for the spectrum of maladjusted personalities that can be there, right? And mm-hmm. unfortunately, all the male-centered insults have just lost their potency, so you have to go a little extra further, and that's why you We just use, use them too much. Well, that's the thing, like, <laughs> you have to go, if you really want to insult a man, dick is just, or, or asshole, or jerk, or fucker- those are so common that it just has no impact anymore. Plus, if you use cunt, there is like a, an attack on his masculinity, right? Like, You know what? I'm thinking about it now in situations where I would use the word cunt. Like in a, I don't want to say public setting, but like outside of my comfort zone would be when violence is about to happen. Yeah. Either to me or upon somebody. And you think it would uh, just... Everyone's brain would just get a little. 
from your no 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 because no, no, violence it's, would be averted no 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 okay. no no oh. it's, it's it's to show the seriousness exactly oh, yeah okay, okay like you know if if somebody's getting pushy or a little too handsy or you know or is doing something where it could look like it could turn violent i would call that person a cunt in fact yeah. i think in my old job as a security person i may have used it once or twice in that situation so you would use cunt as an insult as a heroic act to prevent no, violence. No, it's not heroic. No, he's it's not a, heroic. He's uh, saying it because it's he's a signifier. Angry. Yeah. It's, it's a signifier. Say, like, well, no, but you can see up. how that could make somebody back off from what they're heading towards when they realize well, no, that they're see, going to come up against somebody who is on to them and knows what they're up to and is going to stop them. So it well, could yeah, be you're a, overcomplicating it. I oh, think. sorry, sorry, sorry. It's it's, it's not like the, the it's the it's no. a rattlesnake. It's like a dog barking. Yeah, it's like back up. So it has yeah. the potential to avert violence and therefore could be heroic act. I'm going to stick with cunt can be a heroic act when used appropriately. Well, like I'm thinking of like now that I'm thinking on it, I'm thinking of a specific situation where there was a guy that was being really mouth mouthy and and really handsy and we were ejecting him from somewhere. You know, we were getting rid of him. And he started getting a little shovey. And he wasn't listening to anything anybody had to say, you know, because you, you, you try to calm them down first and diffuse the situation. But once you see that they're not responding to that, you know, you, I listen, you cunt. <laughs> it's, it's time to go. And he listens, you know. Yeah. Now, it's still, it didn't, it didn't diffuse the situation, but I got his attention. And he knew that I wasn't fucking around because I called him a cunt. Mm. You know, and yeah. that's... Uh, so it's just it's just a dog bark or growl or something like that to yeah. to to let get, get the attention let let the person know that you know we're not we're not Messing kidding around, around here yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying not to, I'm like because no, I'm gonna kick your ass but it's not like that at all it's just like you know it's a warning that uh, we've passed we've crossed a certain line that's it for sure. <laughs> I don't know. That's how, that's how I use the word. Yeah. So. But and I think when it when it comes to calling a woman a cunt, I think it would be in a similar situation. Yeah. Like those women that take their heels off to try to hit you over the head with them. Yeah. You know. <laughs> like those pale, drunk women at 3 a.m. attacking oh Uber drivers God. and stuff. Jesus Christ. See, I don't know. People can be equally fucked up. Yeah. And people can be equally great too. It doesn't matter what your race or your sex or whatever. Yeah. Is. And I wonder if if we really do if we do eradicate the use of cunt, what word will take its place? Something will. Something has to. We need, well, we need I don't think you we can need something to word. fulfill that word. Well no, like I, but language evolves, right? Like there's been no, a lot No, it does, of, but I don't think you can willfully eradicate a word. Yeah, no. It just has to go out of use. Yeah. Especially one with such yeah power, power yeah. yeah. That's but. why that's why the N word is still used. Mm-hmm. Mm. And we, I've thought long and hard about doing a show on that word, and I just don't think I. I, no. I, I don't think I could do it either. Uh, I wouldn't no, feel comfortable not, doing it's it. It's not so. necessary. No, it's not. But really you could. Isn't. What if you find? What if you find a, uh, a a black person to come on the show, and then they can give us permission to talk about it. And they can talk well, I about it. I, I still don't think it's really. I, yeah, I don't. Th- I still no. don't think it'd be important. No, yeah. no. 
It's there not something you want lines. to make light of, for sure. Yeah, yeah right, exactly. There's Look, we, we have no respect for the word cunt, but the N-word we're not even going to ever say, <laughs> ever. There's two <laughs> ep- There's two things. We're still debating the more on Anne Frank, but there's two episodes that we will definitely not ever do, and that's the N-word and Unit 731. Don't, I don't. Don't. I'm not asking anything well, about it. Don't ask. Unit, unit don't ask. And Joe, don't that's ask. That's not even really. I feel like that's not even in our realm. You know. Well, it's very not safe for work. Yeah, it is, but it's very not safe for work in a gore way. You yeah, know? no, it's that's that's. Uh, we don't specialize awful. in gore history. We specialize we like sexy history. Sexy. History. Oh, I had I had yeah. some su- when we first started doing this podcast. I had some gore related things. On the list. Well, well, we had we had Desaad, and we still have apparently more episodes to do on that. Whenever we can regain our (laughs) digestive function, maybe. Uh, Like, I know we got a few comments saying, "Yeah, you can move on from (laughs) 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 Desaad." So, uh, but anyway, yeah, that's that's our show on on cunt. Not quite as in depth as our show on the word fuck. Because a lot more people write about that word than do cunt. So, but you know, that's Taboo. what we, that's what we have to deal with. And this, what we do fucked up podcast that we decided to create. I, <laughs> I, can I add to that? The, you the, always, I'm going to make a, a, like a special episode. I also want to add this. Called I, can, can I, I add? add? Can I add? <laughs> can I add that? Well, what are the, it'll be our, it'll be our Christmas the, clip show. Yeah. Can well, I add? In the last, since the feminist movement, there actually has been a lot of debate about the word, like a lot of, like some people think that it, you know, you know, it's an offense to all women to ever use it. And some people are like, no, we have to reclaim it and repurpose it so that it doesn't represent, you know, horrible things. And, um, and one of those, uh, one of those things that actually I was going to volunteer to read it, but honestly, I'm thinking that we should ask Nikki to record herself reading the, um, uh, reclaiming cunt from the vagina monologues because she actually performed it in university and she of did an amazing did. job. Uh, anyway, but there's actually a debate even amongst the people at the forefront of women's rights on whether this is a bad word or, or, or you know, is like irrevocably bad, right? Like there, it's really like th- there's been effort to be like, you know, what's wrong with cunt? Cunt's beautiful. Cunt's wonderful. It feels great. It's, you know, like, you know, like there's a lot of, and there is some lighthearted uh, stuff around it, so it's not set in stone that it is the worst word in the world, but it's definitely powerful. I understand. You want okay, so we're gonna do a special episode of Nikki just reading the vagina monologues. Well, no, that well, no, that wouldn't be a whole episode. That would just be okay. one little like it's <laughs> it's like one tiny like monologue within a month. We'll save or, it for episode fifty. Okay. There you go. Okay. There you go. <laughs> anyway. If we remember. Yes, we won't. Uh, where can people find us? iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. You please rate and review us. And follow us at NSFW History on Twitter. Yeah, we have a Facebook too, but I never yeah. go on there. We don't go on <laughs> And you can email us at, at yeah. NSFHistory podcast NS- wait you forgot the w nsfw history podcast at gmail.com yeah i do check that occasionally and i looked into getting us on spotify but they don't support soundcloud so that's not gonna happen well, anytime soon 
Well, guess what? They missed out. <laughs> All that sweet, sweet money from yeah, however, I don't think it, however they make money. I guess it's subscriptions. Uh, you don't. You yeah. don't. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that's yeah. it for us. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Cunt. <laughs> Country girl.